0: Hello and welcome to Behind the Lashes with me, Joanna Lee. In this series, I'm going to be speaking to lash artists from around the globe. I want to know what makes them tick and also how they're surviving C-19. So this afternoon, I am popping off to speak to Mama Fisher, a.k.a. Tara Fisher of Farnham eyelashes for a good old catch up and a chin wag Tara hello hello <laughs> it's lovely to see you it's been ages I know yeah. we have voice noted but I haven't seen your face for far too long I
1: know I it's been a long time is not it It feels like it's been a long time but I think it has been a long time
0: yeah I think it has I don't know time it's just a blur I mean time time schmine oh.
1: What is time? Yeah.
0: <laughs> just, just, it's just another day in lockdown. Another groundhog day. There, you have been up to some stuff, though. I obviously keep um, keep abreast of what you're up to, and you've got a new job. I
1: know, I have. I am a woman of many talents, so um, <laughs> I feel really. Obviously, I'm really privileged to have found another job. Um, so I'm really lucky. I'm actually working for Nelly's Godfather, and I used to work with him before I did lashes, so it was, I used to work with Ross 17, 18 years ago, when we were both estate agents, and his business has evolved, and basically, he runs a company that, they generate business for estate agents, so I have a client, who is an estate agent, and I generate the leads, and generate valuations for them, so there's a lot of telephone work, I'm working from home, but it's stuff, I mean, I've been doing it for two weeks now, but it's stuff that I used to do before. Yeah. So I know what to say. I know, I, I just, it, all of a sudden it's kind of clicked back into place. Um, and, you know, it's not going to be my career. It's, I'm not, I'm not going to give up lashes, that's for sure. I, I couldn't do it all the time, but for now it fills the gap and it keeps yeah. me busy.
0: Do you think um, going forward, when we are back to lashing, you might do this half a day or one day a week or something?
1: I think I probably will. I was talking to Jeremy about it yesterday because at the minute I've set myself up with a laptop and a monitor in my eyelash room. And Jeremy very cleverly made me a kind of desk that goes over my beauty bed. So I'm utilising all of that at the moment. But I've said to Ross that I would work with him probably till Easter. The good thing is, is because... He's a friend of mine. It's very flexible in that respect. So, um, but I was thinking about it and I was thinking, well, if I go back to lashing, it's going to be a bit quieter when we first start out. Maybe Mm -hmm. I'll stick with Ross for a little bit longer, but I won't be able to utilize this lash room the same. I don't want to be mucking about with moving computers and things. So um, I was looking at a computer desk the other day to try and set up in another room so that I could simultaneously do both jobs
0: for a little while. So there's no office to go to. You don't head out to the office then. So. There is an office to go to, and
1: I. It was amazing, Joe. The first week of going, I went into the office, and it was lovely to uh, it, to leave the house. I actually put some makeup on, and I put clothes on that weren't that wasn't you know gym gym wear. Yeah. I actually ran off, and I said, "What's your dress code?" Because I actually I've just been living in sweaty Betty, so. <laughs> he was like i don't care wear what you want but anyway it was nice to get in and I, I kind of was driving there thinking i'm not going to the supermarket this is amazing mm. um so i did a whole week of training um and then weirdly the office is based just on the border of Woking. and last week there was that south african um the South African yeah, variant had yes. an outbreak, had, there was an outbreak in Goldsworth Park. And two of the people in the office, I mean, the office is all COVID secure, you know, everyone sits two metres apart and their screens mm-hmm. and, and actually the guys are so good at putting masks on once they get up from their desks and all those sorts mm-hmm. of things. So I never ever felt unsafe, but two of the people that were in the office, they lived on Goldsworth Park. So they had to go home and be tested and wait to be tested. And I sort of said, mm, do you know what? Actually, you had asked me to, to work from home. So actually now I've got, I now, now I know what I'm doing
0: yeah.
1: and I've got all the systems under my belt. I'm going to actually work from home. So I haven't been into the office at all this week or like, I think the latter, or last week I haven't. I've just been at home now, which, you know, is nice. Mm. But it was so lovely to leave the house. It really was yeah. just for a few days.
0: And maybe when more people have been vaccinated, you you might be able to go into the office and you wouldn't need a desk. I think,
1: I mean, ideally what they wanted me to do was to do four days at home and then on a Friday go in for just team building and, you know, catch up. And They always do a quiz on a Friday as well. God, so I, I hate did. quizzes. <laughs> you, you love a quiz. I did, I wrote the quiz questions for last Friday and we did it by Zoom. Anyway, I've been told now that my quiz was too hard because um, everybody, the highest score was one and a half points out of 10. Oh, God. So I've now had to Google quizzes for um, (laughs) (laughs) 10-year-olds. Just so that some of them, and the only question that they all got right was a football one. I was like, oh, God. So, yes, I've written the quiz already for this Friday, because apparently I'm the quiz master now. So
0: Okay. We're
1: going to do that by Zoom on Friday.
0: Oh, well, I suppose it's quite nice to do something different, isn't it? And, you know, you were talking about taking in people's ironing, but of course, I suppose that didn't really take off because people were do- at home doing their own ironing. Doing their own ironing. I know. And
1: it's one of those, again, it's like having a cleaner, isn't it? Or, you know, when you're working, it's one of those jobs that actually you're quite happy to outsource to somebody. But when you're at home you suddenly and you haven't got any income, you're kind of like, why am I going to pay someone to do that when I actually should be doing it myself? So yes, it never really took off. The only people I had offering to do it or asking me to do it were kind of members of my family. And I think that they were only doing it because they felt sorry for me. (laughs) I said, no, you can do your own ironing.
0: (laughs) Pity ironing. Oh dear. So do you know many girls that have actually jacked in their careers as lash artists to take a sideways step into something else because they've been forced to, or do you, most people you know intend to continue as lash artists?
1: Um, I think there's been a few people recently, and there was a local girl to me actually, Cambly um, kind of way. Recently, I saw something on Facebook where she was getting rid of all of her equipment and stuff. It's so sad, isn't it, mm. that people feel that they're forced into that kind of corner and that's the only option, but. I'm, I'm lucky to be in a position where I, I, I will be able to go back. Um, and I've been kept in contact with my clients regularly and uh, for that very reason, but there are, there are a lot of people that are actually getting to the point where they're like, we can't sustain this. We need to go and do something else. So mm. it, I think there will be some more casualties. I really do.
0: Mm. Well, Simon was saying that his mate is selling his um, his lettings agency in Chiswick and would we like to take it on? And I think I'm almost I'm almost quite tempted. If we could get a loan, ha-ha, to actually buy it, I kind of think, well, lettings are still flying. Well, you probably know. So yeah, we'll lettings is busy. Lettings
1: is really busy. It's one of those things where it's either the sales market is busy or the lettings market is busy. Very rarely do they work together. Um Lettings is a very um, fast-moving, quite fast-paced um, bit to be in because actually, when people go and view a property, they are not put. It's not their heart and soul. It's not going to be mm. their home for life. It's going to be a home for six months, or it's going to be a home for a year. So actually, they make decisions and they compromise. So they, you can have a property come on the market and it go very quickly, whereas sales takes a lot longer to, yeah. to sell a property. So they're two very different markets, but. Is it, I think that's a good opportunity
0: for you. Yeah, I'm just not sure if I'm I'm ready to hang up the older uh, tweezers. I mean, I wouldn't do it full time. I'd maybe job share it with my sister-in-law or something like that. There would yeah. be a way. But it is an opportunity that before I wouldn't have even entertained. But now, you know, that, that job, that business is lockdown proof. And that's what we all need right now. People have still got to move. And...
1: I was talking to, obviously, my job at the minute now is to ring valuations and vendors and prospective vendors. Um, And the general consensus is that things are brightening up because I think December and January were very dark periods for a lot of people. Um, But typically in the housing market, the spring comes along and more houses come to the market. Everything looks a bit better. Uh, everything's aesthetically more pleasing when you look at it from the roadside so typically the the industry is is better in the spring but I think also now that people have seen the vaccine roll out and they they can see a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel when it comes to COVID but actually people are now saying do you know what actually I do need to move I'm sick and tired of sitting in I know we're in lockdown but let's do it move forward so I you know we've been busy this week really busy
0: yeah that's good look at us discussing property (laughs) (laughs) so listen lockdown three hurrah how has it been for you how does it compare to mark one and mark two so
1: as you know mark one i spoke to you quite a lot i was doing my fitness and it was all sunny and it was lovely and motivating everybody else and doing lots of zoom calls and mentoring and it was just you know it it was great Mm. um November I took as a kind of holiday. I thought, right, I'm going to have four weeks. I'm just going to put my feet up and just watch Netflix for a month because (laughs) December is going to be super busy. So let's let's bank some sleep. Let's bank some rest because we always know what happens in December Mm -hmm. for us. You know, we end up working too much and we're we're exhausted by the time Christmas comes. So so November was. I didn't. I didn't do anything work wise. I literally. I literally watched Netflix and that was it.
0: And December went back to work Um, and of course Nelly was at school in November so it was was. it was was lush wasn't it it was like a little it kind of just felt a bit normal Mm. and it was kind of you know I
1: saw all of my clients I got them all back in they all had full sets and then they were all booked to come in for infills just before Christmas and just before Christmas it started Mm. kind of ramping up again didn't it and and I started to get really nervous and then the tier I remember you changed here before I did yes you were the one place place.
0: you were like the one place in your surroundings it was was like what, what what the hell is that all about so everywhere
1: around me all of a sudden was tier four and I'm stuck in the middle being tier two and it's like so half of my clients couldn't come so i rushed to get those all in before they switched into tier four which was ridiculous so i'm lashing at 10 o'clock at night trying to get people in um and i just wow well, it's just crazy and i got myself into such a tears and i started to feel ill and i started to get this cough mm. and i was like is this the normal christmas illness that i always get or is this something else of course my mum was meant to be coming And I started to get anxiety and I started to really worry and literally this cough wouldn't go. Every time I put a mask on, I I would spend the whole day not coughing or all the time without a mask or not coughing. But the minute I had clients, I was coughing. And you can't do that. You can't cough in the same room as a client.
0: I reckon it was, it could have been a bit psychological if that was what was happening. Yeah, I think so. And I kind of, you know, I was talking to Vicky and talking to,
1: all the other lash artists that I'm in contact with, and, and yourself as well, and everybody had closed down and they'd stopped working. And I was like, oh, I'm the only one working. And, but it felt, it made me more anxious. And mm-hmm. actually what happened in the end was on, on the Sunday, I had worked myself into such a frenzy. I worked till 10 o'clock on the Sunday night, because I was just trying to get so many people in, that actually on the Monday morning, I canceled all of the rest of my clients for the rest of the week and just said, I'm going for a COVID test. I don't feel well. And I've got to, I I need to just be sure. And I I just can't see you. And they were, my clients were just amazing. They were like, it's fine. You know, just do what you've got to do kind of thing. Um, But you know, the annoying thing was Joe, that my, this was on the Monday. I went for a test on the Monday and the test came back on Tuesday and said it was inconclusive.
0: Oh, I remember um, that. Awful.
1: So then I had to go back on the Tuesday and do another one. And all the time, Christmas Day is getting closer and closer. And my mum, I wanted desperately, my mum's on her own, so she was allowed to come to mm. my bubble because I was still in tier two. But I said to my mum, I don't want you to come until I've got a negative test, just in case, because every, you know, people were, were getting ill left, right and centre. Anyway, my test didn't come back till well after Christmas. So my mum didn't come.
0: Do you think there was talk that they were deliberately, maybe, delaying those tests and and letting the negatives out because they didn't want people to, you know, they were trying to reduce people mixing?
1: Do you know what? At the time, I did think that. I thought there was a big conspiracy, and I and I really did think that they that they were all the positive people. They were letting, they were giving them their test results so they yeah. wouldn't spread it, and they would have to isolate. And I did think that all the people that were negative, they were holding on to them. I just think I was unlucky. Mm-hmm. Um, I did think it was a conspiracy, but I don't know. I just think it was
0: just- yeah. I mean, just mine, took four, mine took four days. But
1: it was a busy time. Mm-hmm. Um, I know people that haven't had, that didn't have results come back at all. Oh. Um, but um, yeah, so it was unfortunate. My mum came to the door and dropped my Christmas presents off. Oh. So I haven't seen her since then. But she's just had a vaccine last week, so hopefully in a couple of weeks she will feel a bit safer. That she will then come down.
0: Did she have the Pfizer or the AstraZeneca?
1: Oh God, um, I, I don't know. I
0: know Jeremy's mum and dad had the
1: Pfizer. Oh no, my mum had AstraZeneca. I remember I okay. saying that because it was different to Jeremy's mum and dad's.
0: Oh, do you th- was she pleased to get it? Really
1: pleased. Really, really pleased. So, yeah, so Jeremy's parents have had theirs as well. Loads of my clients have had it as well. I've obviously got an older client place as well, but also I've got a lot of vulnerable
0: clients, and, and some quite a few of those have had their, their vaccine as well. Well, they're going to be happy coming back to you then, aren't they? Yeah,
1: and hopefully, well, yourself and Jeremy fall into a category that might get it soon. Oh,
0: Brilliant
1: <laughs> <laughs> it'll only be me that won't have it,
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, because they're saying that they'll um get the next lot of old farts vaccinated by may,
1: yeah, yeah, that's I and mean, that's really promising, isn't it? I think that's really good news, I think today, I just quickly before you before we came on air, I think I saw that thirteen million people have been vaccinated now
0: oh i I can't say I'm not nervous about it i st- I, I still would be happy to wait a little bit longer than May, to be honest, but I don't really know why. I mean, I've read all the bumps, the AstraZeneca one and the Pfizer one, but, you know, then you hear about, uh, there's always going to be outliers, aren't there? And, you know, uh, I, I think know. if you're looking for negatives in things, we'll you find always, it. you're
1: always going to find it, aren't you? But for me, there's so much positivity about having it. Um And the fact that, you know, we might be able to go on holiday.
0: I know. And let's face it, in one way, shape or form, there will be vaccination passports, won't there? I mean, the government is saying, no, I think still, but the airlines are saying, yeah, we're... Well, a lot of countries like Greece have already said, haven't they? A client sent it to me the other day because she's
1: got a house in Greece that we'd actually been to stay in. Um, She'd sent me a thing to say that she's, she's just had her vaccination and she said... She sent me an article from Greece and it had said, you know, you need your vaccination certificate to get into Greece. So it will come. Um, yeah.
0: And yeah. actually, I was listening to something on um, on the radio yesterday and they were saying that, you know, the uh, vaccination being mandatory is the start of living in a totalitarian society. But actually, mandatory vaccinations are not that unusual beast the bcg has been mandatory in like loads of countries ones that you wouldn't associate with totalitarian governments you know norway and loads of places the the bcg was mandatory so the this vaccine becoming mandatory is not beyond the realms of No, and also,
1: you know, you remember if you're travelling afar, you need to have vaccinations to go to other countries anyway. So this is going to be no different.
0: No, I guess people are nervous about the whole kind of, if you're, you know, if you're stopped for your papers or your uh, vaccination passport at the airport, that's kind of okay. What's not okay is if you're kind of stopped on your way into Sainsbury's to show your vaccination papers. That's not okay with me. No, no, I think that's
1: probably a step too far. But if you're looking at traveling, Mm. then I I don't have a problem with it. Mm. I don't have an issue with it. Um, but then I'm I'm pro-vaccine. So, but I, I don't know how other people would would feel about that.
0: Well, I I am pro-vaccines too. I'm just a little bit edgy about this one, just because it has been so quick, and you know, there's so much scrutiny over it. You know, I mean, it. I don't know. Right now, I'm kind of like hit me up. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I I do wave.
1: The way I think of it is that. All of the, all of the uh, scientists and the doctors and everything have been working. Every single scientist in mm. the world mm-hmm. has been working on this and nothing else. They haven't worked on anything else. So mm-hmm. what they have achieved in, in, as you say, a short space of time, under normal circumstances, they would be fighting for funding and going through red tape but they haven't had to do that. They've had all of the funding, they've had all of the time, all of the scientists. I just think that actually it's
0: just condensed it all. Yeah, it's just the paperwork that's taken the longest bit, isn't it?
1: No, exactly. So I think we would have got to this vaccine, but it could have taken longer, but they've just condensed it all. And every single person on the planet
0: has been working on it, all those scientists and
1: everything else. That's the way I
0: look at it. And they had to stop all of the work on all of the other vaccines because they were so terrified about those vaccines becoming contaminated by COVID. So literally, as you say, everything pointed towards these new vaccines. So yeah, I know, I know, I do know that, Um, but you know, just, well, for a start, I think I'm worrying about everything right now. I mean, it is a, it is an anxious time. It is, it is. And I think if you don't, if you're not worrying about something then
1: you find things to worry about as well, don't you? And you, you know, and you go in waves where you're not worrying about something and then something will pop in your head and, oh, I'll worry about that instead. So Mm -hmm. there's always something to worry about as a parent generally, so...
0: Oh, yeah, well, let's talk about our kids because Nellie and my Jemima are at the same stage, poor things. Year 11s, trying to get their GCSEs done. I feel so desperate for them and the teachers. It's just horrendous. How is Nellie? She...
1: She's better than she was, I have to say, that the first week of January was just... Well, the first couple of weeks of January were awful because she had to do her mocks.
0: Mm.
1: So although they weren't going to be sitting GCSEs, although some of them they were, um, they still had to do their mocks at home under, under exam kind of scrutiny i suppose you know cameras were on videos were filming and wow you know it's still really stressful to be at home Mm -hmm. to watch her doing her all of her exams anyway so the mocks are done there was also then a bit of stress because nelly's at an independent school so they do in some of her um, subjects are international i called IGCSEs, international gcses um and those hadn't been cancelled so mm. she was still gonna have to sit english literature language and combined science in the summer when other people that were doing english literature or english language with a different exam board wouldn't have to sit in. But anyway, they've now so that was quite stressful. But I think last week they it had gone to an independent board and they've now decided that they they have cancelled those as well. So now we're not sitting any juices. Ah six.
0: you say not sitting any, which is what we have been told as well, mm-hmm. but they're not ruling out what they're calling tests that are going oh, no, to we're be still get the tests and yeah externally and Jemima's now, some teachers are saying yes, some teachers are saying no, and what's happening because the teachers and the schools don't know, they haven't got proper guidance from the government, They some are saying revise, you need to revise, but they're also, because they're, they're thinking that maybe it's going to be teacher assessment as well, they're being set new work, they're even being taught new stuff. So at this point, if she was taking GCSEs, she would just be revising, more or less, where she's getting all of these this work piled on her as well and being expected to revise. Poor kid, she doesn't know where to turn. And she yeah. has oh, run, she's run out of puff. I mean, yeah. she was in my bed the other night. She's so anxious, you know, and she said, mummy, I'm just feeling so confused at the moment. I, And she said, my mind feels blank. I just can't do it anymore. How? Because they're threatening me, you know, because... GCSEs, they should be done by May, having a lovely summer. Yeah. But yeah, well,
1: they're... they should be on study leave, shouldn't they, after yeah. Easter? But that's not yes. going
0: to happen. Of course, Tara.
1: And so, also,
0: they should be, you know, but now they're saying they might even stretch the school term into the summer holiday. Yeah. So we have been told
1: that ours, ours are going to be teacher assessments. Mm-hmm. That's what we've been told. It's teacher assessment. And the teacher assessment is going to be made up of the mock exams they've just done,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's also gonna be made up uh, with the coursework, homework, etc., that they or classwork that they have been doing. And it's gonna be made up by little tests that potentially could be set by the examination board as well. So they probably may still have some sort of exam or little test anyway. And all of those together combined with the teacher's assessment, yeah. And the teachers' assessment will then they will have to teachers will have to justify their mark. And I I suppose it's better than last year's position where they they didn't have anything to to go by. They just gave them a teacher assessment and that was it. But this time the teachers have got enough work and they will have enough work because we're not going to get our marks until June. I don't June or July. Mm. Or oh, the marks don't have to be in until the June or July. So they've got enough time now for to do work and
0: to, to build on those um, grades, I suppose. But they're having to do work and revise. So yeah. a, the workload is intense. And Jemima's lessons are, they're all 90 minutes. Sitting on your bum for 90-minute lessons, there's barely any time for lunch. There's no real lunch hour. No, no, no. And it's, it, it's, it's, it's soul-destroying. She's so bored and stressed and she's totally fed up and and I'm like well look as long as you don't drop a grade well if you get your mocks grade that's fine it's all you need but it's such a shame I just feel like they had such potential to shine and now they just won't have that
1: no I know it's
0: um it is unfair it is unfair on them and
1: it's it is so hard for them I mean you know like you say, they're stuck in front of the computers from half eight until Nellie's from half eight until ten past four she'll stop for a sandwich but you know even during break time and stuff she's still photocopying or scanning bits of work or emailing or, or on her phone so yeah. there's no downtime away from the screen
0: oh. and that's that's actually you know that's proven to be a depre- a depressive situation if yeah. you're well like, even I've noticed it now joe just doing three hours a day in front of a
1: computer that it's my sleep has been a bit disturbed and actually i've got a headache by the afternoon mm. because i'm staring at a screen all you know all morning and that's something i haven't had to do
0: no ever i've no. never had to stare at a screen for three hours a day and of course then you, they've got the added thing of having nothing to look forward to it's not like they can go and blow off steam with their pals or you um. know have something fun to do at the weekend and next week is half term i mean I re- would really love her to have a break but I, yeah. I don't know whether the school will give them a break.
1: It's it's difficult it? I didn't realize it was half term next week because I hadn't taken I've not taken any time off so I'm like well mummy's working in the morning but it's not like we can do anything apart from taking her for a walk somewhere in the afternoon. It's it's funny isn't it because it's her birthday in May and she had a lockdown birthday last year mm. but this year She's 16 and it will be at the end of May. So I have provisionally booked something like a, a bell tent and a kind of picnic, a kind of teenagery picnic thing in the garden because I, I just need her to have something to look forward to. They've got, you know, they're, they're obviously not going to have a prom, I don't no. think. No,
0: no. Well, I've said to Jemima, go for the, get the prom dress, start looking for prom dresses. Here's your yeah, budget. We've already, we already got ours, Joe. We oh. got it last year
1: because... Our prom was supposed to be in January. Our school normally do their prom in January um, so that they do it after the mocks. They get all the excitement of prom out of the way Mm -hmm. because that's all they ever spend their time talking about. They get the prom out of the way and then they can pull their socks up, buckle down and concentrate on getting through their GCSEs through the main exams. But it didn't happen. So we've got a bloody prom dress sitting in the
0: cupboard that's never been worn still do a prom we're gonna do a prom even if it's i think so, so then we're still gonna do something i've said look if we yeah. get a limo from your friend cara's house back, back to our house yeah. for some fizz you know we'll do it it's only yeah. around the corner but can you can go be- around the block a few times
1: <laughs> jeremy's brother's got got some nice cars we were like we'll borrow a car of uncle martin and we'll drive you we'll just drive you around <laughs> in your in your frock <laughs>
0: I but, do feel yeah. sorry for the I feel so lucky, Tara. We we God, I sound old now, but we had our youth, didn't we? We did, we did. all those things. Did, I was talking talking to a friend yesterday or today
1: actually on a walk. And you know, at this age we well, thank goodness there wasn't internet this age, but mm. you know, they, these girls aren't doing anything now. It's just it's it's just dull. And I know we find our lives dull and boring, but we're grown ups, we're yeah. adults. It, it's it's not but for them it's yeah you're right they're missing out on so much so yes I've I've tried to book this little thing for our birthday or I'm in the process of booking it because I'm hoping that it will be we'll have some sort of normality by May if we don't god uh, just
0: well I think they're under real pressure if the vaccination program continues to go well they're under big pressure Mm -hmm. how would they how would they defend not loosening restrictions by May have we got an update next is
1: it next week on
0: the 15th 22nd no.
1: oh why 22nd oh why do you
0: yeah, the 15th anyway. because on the 15th all of those travel um oh finally yeah finally horse <laughs> at the stable door
1: <laughs> they've only been doing it in australia new zealand for the last year
0: oh Cool. And in fact, all the countries that have had the most success did lock their borders. I know it's harder yeah. for us because we're a hub. You know, Australia and New Zealand are not a hub, so it was always going to be harder for us. But in theory, we are an island, so we yeah. we should be able to have the same kind of success. Having said that, if coronavirus isn't going anywhere and it's mutating, it's only going to be a temporary measure. As soon as the, you can't keep the borders shut forever,
1: no. Oh, I don't. I, I don't know what the answer is, but I do. I do agree that you know we missed a trick there. That that shouldn't. You know, we should have closed them earlier. I was reading something last. Was it last week about the Isle of Man? That's back to normal now as well. Yes,
0: yes. They're not letting anyone in. They're barely no. letting the seagulls fly in.
1: <laughs> All the pubs are open and everything. It sounds amazing. I
0: know. Oh, so jealous. Oh. Yeah, but I mean, Australia, mum was watching the tennis in Adelaide and they're all crammed in like sardines watching the tennis. No masks, nothing. No, nothing, nothing at all. Normal. So I
1: follow um, a PT and he is in Australia. And another one of his friends who's a PT is where well, I've gone there. And he'd done his 14 days in quarantine in a hotel and they had brought a exercise bike in for him and some weights. And literally he was doing like 10,000 steps a day. He was working out. He had increased his followers on his Instagram by something ridiculous, like 15,000. Even the BBC got hold of it and they interviewed him as well because he was just making the most of this time stuck in this hotel room.
0: 10,000 steps in a hotel room. Yeah. Yeah. He was literally living his best life in there. Oh my god! <laughs> he probably wore the carpet out, though. Yeah, they probably did. Yeah, they probably did actually. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Oh dear. So going forward, if you you know you've been pretty bang on with your predictions.
1: Mm, I Why have. You? I'm reluctant on this one because, well, I've said with the job, I've said that he can, I can be with him till April, but I, I don't think we'll be back at, at Easter. No. Um, I, I think, you know, if I'm going to put money on it, I'd say May. Would you? Early part of May, yeah. Because I mean, I think the, the schools aren't going to go back at half term now, are they, after half term? So, mm. and for us, if we go back in the middle of March for school... Then we finish again for Easter. We get four weeks at Easter. I mean, who needs four? We don't need four weeks at
0: holiday Easter. But that's another story. But Hang on a minute. When were the schools supposed to go back? After half term? Right. So is March the 8th off again now then?
1: No. Well, March the 8th has never really been set in stone. That is the earliest date
0: ah. that some schools may go back. Like the infants maybe in the, maybe. the little ones. And maybe year 11s. Yeah, it could be Exam year 11s. I mean, I think they'd be kind of bonkers to rush it and open the schools before the Easter holidays. As you say, they're going to, what's the point going back for? We finished on the 26th of March for Easter. So it seems silly that they'd yeah. open
1: us in the middle of March and then be off again.
0: Yeah. And also, you know, why risk a, a peak and a, another spike in cases when you could keep everyone at home? Because pe- working parents aren't going to be able to sort their lives out because no. they'll have Easter holidays to deal there with.
1: Are- Nellie's supposed to go back. Easter holidays finish on the 19th of April. Mm. I don't know how that works with the with the state schools because I know we're slightly different. We get extended holidays. Mm. I so I don't do. think that the schools are going to be back until after the Easter holidays. So I just don't think that we're going to be back until after then.
0: No. I have got clients messaging me now. Um, even, you know, clients saying, Could you not just could I not just could I not just sneak in? <laughs> my, my, my girls are really good. Actually, they all keep in
1: contact, but nobody's asked me because they're all—they're really good. They all stick to the the rules, and they know that I'm not a rule breaker as well. I did get a message today from somebody who'd been recommended to me from another cl- from a client, and she's asked to book in at the end of May because she's got holiday booked. So I'm in. I'm kind of, I'm just going to book that in, I think. Mm. And then, you know, <laughs> take it from there. But my diary, yeah, my, my, one of my parents messaged me yesterday and said, oh, we've got an appointment in, you know, whatever date it was.
0: She said, I hope, hope I can see you then. I'm like, mm, I don't mm. know. Mm. Oh, God. This one has been the hardest, wouldn't you say? Uh, yeah, definitely. I think I, it, it really hit me because Obviously,
1: I finished early, just before Christmas. I finished before the Christmas. Then we went into Tier Four, and because I didn't see my mum and Christmas Day, was just, I mean, it's just like we cooked. It. it was like a roast dinner just for the three of us. It was just so boring, and I felt sorry for Nellie. You know, she's, this is the time when you wish you had siblings because mm. she's just on her own. I mean, your girls have got each other. Yeah um but you know she's on her own and and christmas is a time where we do spend time with my sister with her children Mm. and all our other cousins on jeremy's side and we've had new babies coming in in the family and all sorts of things recently and it's just just boring for her because she's not seeing anybody but yeah december was was not good i was not in a good place and january yeah was kind of just plodding along but now it's getting a bit lighter mm. in the evenings and in the mornings. Oh, yeah,
0: it's quarter past five. I'm just looking out the window. Yeah. There's still, look at it, it's still light. It's lovely.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know, and apart from the snow, mm. it has been getting a bit kind of spring like, you know, yeah. there's rafts and there's crocuses coming. And, and I think that that just kind of niffs everybody a little bit, doesn't it? And I think people have got a bit fed up with it now. Like I said earlier, people are just a bit kind of like, right, I'm fed up now. We've been depressed in, you know, November, December, January. Let's let's move on. So I think a lot of
0: people are kind of trying to be a lot more positive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do think when you get to kind of mid-Feb, psychologically, I think, yeah, we've done it. We've nailed the winter. Yes, you know, absolutely. Like, uh, for me, spring starts on March, March the 1st. Yeah. M- meteorolo- meteorologically speaking, spring starts on March the 1st. I know astronomically speaking, it doesn't start till the 21st, but I'm going with the...
1: Yeah, yeah, I'd go with the I'd go with you on the first, to be quite honest. I think that it's um, January is always like the longest month in the world, isn't it? It's just, you know, it's, it felt like it was 500 million days long. Mm-hmm. And then you get into February, and February's a short month. Yeah. And before you know it, it's March. And before, and when it's March, it's spring. And like you
0: say, then you've done the winter and you're through the worst of it. So, yeah. you know, thing- so the last few march i marches march mar, months of March, I have had a a suntan yeah well, the last i
1: think last the last couple of easters where it's been quite early, we've been down at our caravan on the coast, mm. and uh yeah, it's been really hot, so you know I'm just praying that we get nice weather again.
0: Oh, I bet you can't wait to get to the caravan, oh God, no, I can't wait because I haven't been there
1: we went in when did we have a when were we not in lockdown was it november
0: September? you were you oh were you not there in,
1: no, no not. so i'd gone in the summer hadn't i i'd gone in mm-hmm. july the minute it the minute lockdown was uh kind of released a little bit i went in i went in july and i did all of july and august there came back at the end of august and worked and then just before the november lockdown yes before the november lockdown i think Jeremy went and turned the water off and did all the kind of made it, you know, ready for the winter. So we haven't actually been, you know, October half
0: term. Were you in? Did you get down there October half term? Yes, we did. Yeah, yes, I, did. I think
1: everything, you did. Everything just blurs. I did go yeah. October half term. The weather was awful, but I was like, I'm determined to stay here because I wasn't at home. Yeah. So yeah, October half term we were there, and that's when we closed down for the winter. So I've not been there since October. So. You know, traditionally, we don't really go... We've never really gone that much in the winter. Every year, I say, oh, I'd like to go in the winter, but we never actually do. But I've not been down to the sea. Normally, New Year's Day, we normally go down to the sea and go for a walk, but we haven't done that at all. Um, And although it's only 45 minutes away, it's not local for a walk, so I, I haven't been really going any further than sort of seven miles, I suppose, if I have to drive for a walk. But, yes, I'm hoping that by Easter...
0: It might be open and we can go for a little bit. Oh, that would be nice. Are, are you um, nervous about going back to work? How do you feel about getting back behind your lash couch? Um, I'm quite excited
1: about it. I'm nervous about the amount of clients that will come back. But I
0: think... What, you mean too many or too little? <laughs>
1: yeah, maybe, maybe not enough. But I think... Um, I also haven't picked up my tweezers since December, but I'm not going to until I've got a date. That's kind of, that's how my brain is working at the moment. Nellie not going to get a set of lashes? I've offered loads of times. Oh my God. She is so
0: lucky, but no, she, oh
1: no, I don't really want them. Oh. I'm like, oh, okay, then
0: fine. Jemima's have done well, actually. I was relieved because she, they're, they're nearly, uh, oh no, the, two and a half weeks old or whatever they are and they're all they're all pretty much still on obviously they've thinned a bit but she's got inners to outers I was like oh I've still got it I've still yeah. got it <laughs>
1: I will I will persuade her even if I have to blackmail her <laughs> I will get some practice in maybe I'll do one eye of classics and one eye of volume but oh she'll be she'll love that <laughs> yeah, no I'll do a little maybe I, I, was, I did say to her last time that I would do a little mix and I'd do a little hybrid set on her so that perhaps that's what I need to do but She's just not, she said, oh, I'm only on, I'm only on, you know, at school on the camera. I'm not that fast. So, mm. you know, and also she doesn't look after them. No, you know, she's not like your girls. She's very, still very tomboyish and she doesn't care, you know. Ooh, so, I know
0: she's got a lovely set of fresh highlights. She has, <laughs> courtesy of Mama.
1: I know, do you know, I had so many people message me and say, who did her hair? And I said, it was me. And they were like, oh my God. Actually, one of my friends who's a hairdresser actually messaged me and said, oh, you've done a really good job. So I was really pleased. It's the first time I've ever done hair.
0: and uh, How, how really did you fun. do it? Because I'm tempted to try Daisy's. She's not too fussy. So if it went a little bit wrong, Daisy wouldn't complain. If it was Jemima, oh my God, all hell would break loose. It would be the end of the world. <laughs> I For did Daisy. say to... I did
1: say to Nelly, look, you know, you've got to bear with me because I haven't done it before. My sister, so my sister had done it on um, my niece a couple of weeks ago, and it was quite and it was very successful. So I'd kind of taken my lead from my sister, and I'd watched a YouTube video as well. We did; um, it was with uh, with a cap, so you pull the with a little yeah, you know, it looks like a knitting needle, yeah, crochet needle, and you pull the hair through. Um, And I was worried it was going to go really, really blonde. And I was sitting there watching it and it was getting lighter and lighter and lighter. And I suddenly thought, oh God, I'm going to wash it off because actually it's going to go really brassy. So I washed it off.
0: It's a fine line between not leaving it long enough and it being a bit orange and... Yeah, it I know. And,
1: it was, and obviously I've not got any training, so I had no idea whether I'd left it on yeah. too But then you put a toner on it, and of course that then dulls it down a bit. Yeah. And actually, when I blow-dried it and straightened it, I wanted to give it a little snip, but I had misplaced my hairdressing scissors, which I use for cutting tape in my when I'm doing lashes. So I couldn't give it a trim. I've ordered some scissors now, but... I was really, when I blow dried it and I was like oh my god this actually looks this looks really nice Nelly. it looked
0: really pretty when I saw it how do you get um because with a cap you presumably can't get nice and tight to the roots because of the you um can. yeah no you can. can it doesn't bleed no there were a few little bits that had bled um
1: but you couldn't really notice them. The trouble was that Nelly's got quite long hair. Mm. And so some of them, where you, when I pulled it through the cap, it brought a lot of hair through. Yeah. Um, so I'd only done really, hadn't done the underneath very well. Well, I hadn't done the underneath at all. So what I thought next time is I'm going to experiment with foils Ooh. and go proper professional.
0: Yeah. Ooh,
1: oh, I want to have a go now. Yeah, honestly, I can send, I'll send you a link of what we used. Okay. It cost me, I think it was like 25 quid for all the stuff. But if you think a set of highlights is normally going to cost you mm. 150. I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, I, I, I love the experience of going to the hairdressers. There's nothing mm. nicer than going to the hairdressers. Mm. But if you've got a teenage child in lockdown yeah. and you, know, you want to give them a little treat, then it's perfect.
0: Absolutely. Oh, well done. I did cut
1: Jeremy's hair, actually, about four weeks ago as well. He let me loose on that. How did that go? Do you know what? Again, I was doing the old pulling it out, going up with the yeah. layers, because he's got long curly hair now. Yeah. Um, and I did all right, but obviously i have lost my scissors again, so... <laughs> where I, are they? Where are they? I don't, I don't know where. I'm sure that someone else has borrowed them and of hasn't them them Of course. And they're gaslighting me instead of the fact that I've lost them. Um, That happens quite regularly in my house. I don't know what happens in York. Yeah. But um, so I've said that when I've got the new scissors now, and he's not around this weekend, he's at work. But I've said the next weekend he's at home, then I'll give it another little trim. So, yeah.
0: So how is he? I mean, is his job going well? Where is he? What's his, what's happened to him? He's still with the high doing virus? the same
1: thing. The shifts have changed slightly now. So he does like a week at work and a week at home. Whereas I think lockdown one, he was doing a week at work and then two weeks at home, which was too long for him to be at home. But so now it's, <laughs> <laughs> now it's a week on week off. Um, and that seems to be working well. Um, I don't think it's very exciting. It's not very dynamic at the moment because Mm. the the chap he looks after isn't doing anything. So there's not a lot going on, but, you know. the chap
0: he looks after had his vaccination. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah, he has. So, but they don't, you know, doesn't he? He doesn't go anywhere. So he might there's nothing to do really it's just it's boring mm. it's boring to him at the minute but i suppose you know it puts it keeps a roof over our heads so absolutely. You, know, you can't grumble
0: no absolutely not so do you think um other than maybe nelly's lashes are you planning as we get nearer to the date to do some lash intentional lash practice as maven would say because i saw her post with her lovely sponge petals with all her two 3d 4d 5d 6d mm. And I was like, yeah. oh, I should really be doing something know, like same. that. I know, I looked at it
1: the same. I actually messaged
0: Trina and I
1: said... Me too. I said, oh my God, it just makes me feel so bad that I haven't done it. But it's so beautiful, her work. I have got the petals, as have you, I know. Um, once we've got a date, I, I really want to come in and, here and just do some stuff like that. Mm. Um, but I just feel like now is not the right time for me. But yes,
0: I would like to. I also feel like I should like create some lashy social media stuff, but I mean that is also hard, isn't it? That content—it's it's really hard. I've, I've done a few things recently, a few posts recently, but
1: it's it's difficult to kind of keep up with the momentum, isn't mm. it? Of you know posting pictures of pretty lashes that you did six months ago or a year ago, um, you know. It, I wasn't motivated. Oh, sorry. <coughs> I wasn't motivated in December or January to make any content whatsoever, and I'm slightly more motivated now. But I don't know. It's just—is it
0: the right time? I don't know. I don't know, you know, I'm I'm Mrs. Flim Flam on many things at the moment. But one of the things I've kind of thought is, you know, would it be so bad if I totally came off social media and I sort of disappeared into oblivion and was just, just a little commercial lash artist who lashed her clients and they went away happy and I earned a little bit of money and, you know, found my students in another way. I don't know how, but, you know, it's, it's, oh, I'm slightly out of love with it at the moment, I have to be honest.
1: And I, 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 I absolutely know where you're coming from in that respect because I certainly I, I go through waves of feeling like that as well, certainly in terms of teaching as well i'm I'm kind of up in the air with the teaching you put so much effort into it it's such hard work I'm really struggling to kind of motivate my my current students at the minute as well the girls that I taught in in September October and December you know some of them haven't even done a case study yet they haven't got anybody to practice on because they live on their own and there's only so much kind of working on your own hair or working on a dolly that you can do I find it really hard to motivate them so I kind of feel a bit demotivated about Mm. my teaching abilities at the minute but I am looking forward to seeing my clients I think and that's what I'm, I'm looking forward to
0: yeah absolutely well I'm doing a zoom next Thursday evening and one girl said can I do some fan practice with you you know on 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 mm. zoom and I'm like absolutely so I'm going to put it out to my other students and say anyone want to join us you know yeah that's yeah. a nice that's a really nice idea
1: I think once yeah I think may I think for me the last couple of weeks I've had my head spinning from getting used to to working again and doing something completely different, that actually I finish work at 12 or 12.30, I make a sandwich or make something for lunch, They put the washing machine on, run the hoover rounds, I've got to get my 10,000 steps in, you know, I've got all of this stuff now, I feel busy. Yeah. <laughs> and I suddenly think, oh my God, how did I ever run a, a busy yeah. busy salon and training school and I'm only doing three hours worth of work and, and yet I feel sometimes I get to the end of the day and I'm like, oh my God, I've still got so much to do. Um, So I haven't really had a chance to kind of get my head in the game.
0: Yeah, I know. And and I'm the same. I'm like, how am I going to have time to to be a lash artist and a lash coach? How's that going to happen? Because All of this stuff. But you know what? As soon as we're like one or two days in, we'll be like, oh, yeah, this is it. This is how we do it. But it is the thought, it is quite scary. And I think that has been the hardest thing about this ebb and flow of these lockdowns. It's the continued need for us to keep stopping and starting and pick ourselves up again and go hell for leather and give it our all again. I mean, how many times can we rise like a phoenix from the flames? And
1: this is what worries me is that when I go back, it's gotta be for good. Mm. because and I think a lot of people feel like that now I think that uh, I don't want to go back and then stop again and start again and stop again I don't I can't take it anymore no. I don't I think I'm not the only one I think a lot of people feel like that so when we go back it's got to be for good and that's why I don't think it'll be till later I don't think it'll be till May because it's got to be this is it we're back for good do you I'll know what? That, Sarah,
0: so. I think you have completely hit the nail on the head there with how I am feeling, because if we have to open and close again, I think I'm out.
1: Yeah, I, I totally get you, Joe. I really do because I just I, I feel like that. I feel we've done it so many times backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards, and I just think everyone's like, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not going to put myself
0: through it anymore. No. I've I've thought about doing other stuff alongside the lashing, you know, expanding my facials and stuff, but I mean that's pointless too, isn't it? Because if you can't lash, we can't do facials, although arguably doing facials is less strenuous than doing lashing. I mean lashing is very hard physically, isn't it? It's really it's an intense treatment, isn't it?
1: And it's it's funny, isn't it, because if you're not in the industry, you have absolutely no idea how intense it is, and, and what it entails. I, I mean, it's funny, because the guy that I'm working for now, I'm sure he just said, oh, you little beautician doing a yeah. few lashes. And I actually sat down the other day, and I said, well, this is this is where I stand in, in the lash community. This is how, you know, mm-hmm. how many competitions I've won. This is how many competitions I've judged. This is how many podcasts I've been part of. This is the lash brand that I used to be part of. And these are, you know, and this is how this industry and he's like oh mm. you know they just people who aren't in the industry have no idea what what running this kind of business entails
0: yeah absolutely so you don't have any other sort of ideas in your head about maybe becoming more of a retailer in the lash world or something, for instance, another thing that's going to sort of secure you financially, but keep you in the lash world?
1: Um, It's never been anything that
0: I have
1: taken seriously because because I know how difficult it Mm -hmm. is to bring products in to the country and the kind of the regulations the eu regulations and all these sorts of things i know you know um from the work that i did with lash base over the years um the, the troubles that they have with suppliers i'm friends with emma at lash Lush, uh lush Lash. sorry and vicky has got her own uh, brands of lashes there are lots of people that we know that have got little brands or they've got their own little brands of lashes and it is not easy no. to, to bring out a brand. I think people think it's easy. Oh, I'll just find a supplier in China and I'll just, you know, bring my own lashes in. It's not that easy. I think Claire touched on it last week when, or a couple of weeks ago when you spoke to her from the Lash House. Mm-hmm. It is hard. And I think it's even harder when you start bringing glues in that yeah. different regular... Jade's never brought... Jade. That's why Jade will never bring a liquid product out um, or she's... As Jade Jones, she's... They don't do liquid products because because for that very reason, because of the testing and and stuff that's behind it. So it, it's not something that floats my boat, to be quite honest.
0: No. What about writing another manual? Because your layering manual has done very well.
1: It did do really
0: well. And
1: it still continues to do well. I mean, I, I thought I'd exhausted that market, but there's still people that want it. Um, yeah, I, you know, I keep thinking, what could I write one on? Mm. That, that's the thing, you know, um... Sean's brought the, the, the different manuals have all coming out. You know, there's been a hybrid manual recently. Mm. There's been a, an adhesive manual recently. There's been uh, lots of different little manuals and mm. I haven't quite thought of the niche mm. one yet.
0: Yeah, I'm sure you will. It'll come to you in the middle of the night.
1: It will do, and then I forget by the time I wake up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's why you must always sleep with a notebook and pen yes. by your bed. Yes. <laughs> it
1: is very true. It is very. I'm getting to that age now. I walk into a room and I forget what I've gone in there for.
0: So, oh, me too. I always think that's just because we're too busy, but actually, I think it is. You know, part of. I run upstairs with great intent, run three stories up, and I get there, and I'm like, "What the fuck am I here for?" <laughs> I did it the other day. Downstairs, and just as I get to the last step downstairs, I'm like, oh, shit, I remember. But it's good for yeah. my steps. <laughs>
1: I've, done it, I've done it a couple of times. But I've gone downstairs and I've gone, what the fuck, have I, what the fuck was I thinking about? <laughs> I've done it in my head. And then I come back upstairs again. And then 10 minutes later, you have the same thought. And the same thing happens again. You yeah. Know? It's, yeah, it's ridiculous. It is our age, unfortunately. Well,
0: And yet the other day, Daisy put her phone in the fridge. So I was like, oh, How fuck. You. You're mental as well.
1: I think it's your family.
0: (laughs) It's her dodgy genes. Yeah, that's what it is. (laughs) Oh, Tara, thank you so much for talking to me. Oh, it's been a pleasure, Jo. It's been really nice to catch up, actually. Like I say,
1: we've had a few um, voice notes and WhatsApps and stuff, but I haven't sat and spoken to you properly for a very long time. It's always a pleasure.
0: You take care. Good luck with the job and I'll see you you soon. I'll talk to you soon. Take care.